This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey everybody, this is Mike. And this is Tim. And we're from Mike and Tim Visit Earth, and we have a very special announcement. December 18th at 8 p.m., we are doing our very first live podcast. You've never seen anything like this. You have no idea what's in store. I'm going to be smashing my face in bread. My ex-girlfriends are going to be fighting for my love. It's going to be ridiculous. There's going to be a lot of glitz, a lot of glamour, and it's all going to take place at Stand Up New York Comedy Club on the Upper West Side. Again, that's December 18th, 8 p.m., Holy shit, this is going to be a, a New York Times article level of explosives. We'll news. see it. We'll <laughs> just see you there. That's 37 seconds. Perfect. Hey, guys. Awesome episode today. We talk about going to a wedding and girls are looking for answers about the guys that got away. Check it out. Enjoy. Share it with friends. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, San York Labs, where every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions, I say it every episode. I'm going to say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. The podcast grows every week, and you are the reason for that. We go out every week with these podcast episodes, and you guys... And you guys send me pictures, DMs, tweets, Facebook messages, and and it's of you listening and where you're listening and how you're listening, and it's amazing. I love it. Oh, man, does it feel good when you send me the the, the one that feels the best. And I got to say, there's versions of it. I love a message where you're like, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying the podcast. We have a lot of new people that have gotten involved. I've heard from you guys. Oh, it feels good. That's like, that's like you taking my balls. And placing it in just a, a lukewarm cup of, of water. That's what that feels like. Then there's the people that that put like that that respond to me that have been listening forever, and then it's just them in the car. And I like that. That that feels like you've turned the 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 temperature up on that cup of water that's surrounding my nuts. Gets hotter. Gets a little hotter. Okay. And then there's the one that really feathers my nuts. And it's as if you took a 10-foot feather out, and I'm, my legs are behind my ears, and my, just my ball sack hanging down. And you're taking that feather, and you're just holding it on the, on the seam of my nuts, up and down, up and down, up and down. And that's the one where you put it as your story on Instagram or 
on Snapchat. When you say, because that's not you just, and you tag me in it. Because it's, I get the message. I see these messages, baby. Oh, I'm seeing them. That's another thing. Listen, whoever you write to, tweet, DM, they're seeing it. Don't live in the land of, you know, stupidity. Where, oh, maybe they didn't see it. Everyone sees everything. I see it. When you tag me, that, and it's because you're putting that story out to your friends and family. And you're saying, that's an endorsement, people. So keep doing that. Keep putting it out as your Snap story, Instagram story. It feels unreal because, listen, the only way this podcast keeps going and growing is by you, the listener, telling a friend, telling a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. This is the official podcast of people with ears. So you <laughs> should keep telling a friend. I'm very excited about today's guest, an OKP, original key player. It's great to have him here. Sean Donnelly, thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Such a pleasure. It is a pleasure. I, I, uh, if you don't know Sean, he's a fantastic comic, so funny. His Twitter and Instagram, at Time, at Time, at Time, Twitter and Instagram. Go follow him. Go support him. He's amazing. Um, and I give these out. I know a lot of you. I, you know, a lot of people, I give out these names because I want you, the listener, to get involved with great comics that I see. Yeah. Trust Papa JT. You're very generous. I, that's okay. Papa JT's here to give the ha-has. <laughs> I brought a big bag of ha-has. You bring the yuck-yucks. The yuck-yucks. And yeah. I'm tossing them out to all the people across this great nation. <laughs> Not only do I come to your town, but you can listen and get great new comics. I have people, you know, that, you know, I, that are seeing specials and, you know, people online and have been introduced to new podcasts and they write to me. They say, Papa JT, J-Train, King of Brunch, the con- <laughs> The o- omelet overlord. The, How many nicknames do you have? The tailgate czar, the the climax czar, <laughs> the Conalingus, I mean, uh, the count of Conalingus. I realize. How <laughs> have you helped me find all these new comics? And I say, listen, because I'm a, a I'm a generous dictator. I realize that all of your nicknames can be overthrown. You can have yeah. a coup. Well, there could be a coup for all of your nicknames. Or they rule benevolently. Yeah. <laughs> One or the other. I'm a, I'm a fair dictator. Okay, okay. And listen, here's the other thing. Sean has a fantastic podcast that you can listen to. And I've been on it. Yes. It's called Defend Your Movie. Defend Your Movie. Explain the podcast for the listeners here. And I, listen, this has J-Train's stamp of approval right away because I like it. Here's why I like it. But you tell what the podcast is, and I'll tell why I like it. The podcast, what happens is I have comic friends of mine come on, and they defend a movie that they love that nobody else does. It's a, so, like a guilty pleasure type movie. They come on, they tell you why they love it. Like a real piece The movie, of movie you watch that your friends laugh at you for watching. Like you're kind of embarrassed that you like Yeah. They come on and like they out themselves and they literally just defend the shit out of them. And movie. I came on and defended House Guest, the Sinbad movie. That's right. And you made it about, about race relations. I made it about race relations <laughs> in this country. And I actually stand by that. It actually worked out really well. It was fun. And listen, uh, all of you should go download the Laughable app because you can subscribe to Sean or myself and you can see any podcast that we've been on. That's a good way to find new podcasts. Mm-hmm. But this was a favorite of mine because I love that, listen, and I say this about this podcast, it's a show. You know, if you, if you took the, but, right now there's somebody that skipped ahead. I want to, they were like, I want to see the emails. And then there's someone else that listens and they're like, 
I like the banter. I want to yeah. learn about the new comic. Yeah. You know, and there's someone else that's like, I like the news. Or, yeah. I, or they go to the menu that I put out on Twitter at JNTrain56 and they see, oh, minute this is an email that relates to me. That's the beauty of podcasts. This is on demand. So I like that yours is a show just like this one where it's like, I see the movie, you know, and, and we, we understand this. You're not, I hate when I'm like, yeah, if someone's like, when do your shows? I'm like, I do shows every night. And they're like, I'm not coming every night. Yeah. It's like, I know that, yeah. asshole. Right, exactly. But that's the same with a podcast, mate. You're not going to listen to every episode, maybe not. If you do, I appreciate it. I don't expect that of people. Right. But they're going to look at your menu and they're going to go, I like Jared Fried. I'm going to listen to whatever he does. Right. Or I, I like that movie and I'm going to listen to whatever movie with what the talk of that movie. That's what happens. We have big movies that people have a lot of opinions about. Yeah. You see a, a lot of activity on Twitter about it. and then People listen. They want to hear about it. They want to hear people have to, how, how people either- Defend it. How people defend it, or it's one they love. They're like, oh my God, finally somebody's defending this movie for me on a podcast. And, and I, that's why I like it a lot. And, and I'll, I'll take us back. I'll, I'll say, well, the, Sean, when you were starting the podcast- Yes. You came- to me, I came to Papa J. Papa J, yeah, the benevolent the, one, the benevolent one. Yes, the the piper of podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> the podcast piper, and you were like, "What do you think?" Yeah, and I had a lot of opinions, and I, you know, just like this podcast, I'm not an expert in anything. I just have perspective that ha I give honestly and vulnerably. Right. So, and I think uh, what I said to you is like, you know. You were talking about naming the podcast. But it's kind of a lesson for life. When I got into comedy, I went and hit up people, and I asked a lot of questions, and you try to listen. I have a lot of people that ask me for advice with comedy. We don't get really into that here. Yeah. But whenever I do, I can always tell right away, and you probably have felt this too, when someone comes to you for advice with an answer they hope you give them. Yes. Right, exactly. You know, they tell you how they're going to do it. And I'm like, you don't want advice. You, you know, you yeah. don't want to take You wanted to hear, if, you came to me to agree with you. Yes. And it's like, that's, and I would say to anyone, if you're starting out anything entrepreneurially, college, you're looking for, if you're looking for advice at all, you got to come in wanting it. Yeah. You got to be able to be persuaded. You got to be able to be, like, be open-minded. I've had people come for me for comedy advice. And I say, all I tell them is, this is my experience, and this is what I think. And I don't I, care what the fuck you do. Yeah. You, you know, like, you, you came want. to me. I've come out of giving advice feeling worse about myself than better. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes it feels like you're talking into a mirror. Sometimes people are like, well, what, it went, what year do you make it? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I ask right. myself that every day. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> you know? Why are you asking me? <laughs> Why are you, I, I'm nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a podcast called the J Train Podcast. <laughs> well, that was one of the pieces of advice you asked for. And I think in podcast land right now, as the podcast piper myself, I would think um, that the toughest part about it is that there's a lot of similar, there's a lot of junk out there. So you have yeah. to separate yourself with a show that has a hook and gets people in right away and then can see how great you are. Right. And I remember you, one of the things you asked me was going to be... Um, the title. The title yeah. had your name in it. Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, I think that kind of hurts me. Like, I, I think people, I mean, I, we not, if you listen to this podcast, you know I don't take myself seriously enough to think, go introduce myself as J-Train. Right, of course. <laughs> but yeah. we, and, or King of Brunch, or Omelette Overlord, right, right, right. or the Count, or the, but, uh, the Count of works, or, But it still works. works. Yeah. Or many TD Freed. Um, but it... <laughs> Is that Touchdown Freed? Yeah. <laughs> I scored a touchdown my junior year of high school. 
uh, interception <laughs> against Framingham High. Oh, really? Yeah, we won 14-7. But that's a side story for <laughs> another day. I, but I, what I'm saying is uh, now in podcast land, defend your movie. That's something, and that's something that's easy to serve to a friend. I, I think that's like a good. You're like just like you said. These are movie people are embarrassed to talk about that they defend. Right. And it's like, boom. You can give that to someone and not feel like, like I think it, I think it's tough. I and I, this is why I appreciate the listeners so much of this show. It's really tough to because <laughs> I get people looking at me weird when they're like, yeah, it's a podcast, it's funny. Like if I, someone's gonna explain this one, they're like, yeah, you should listen to the J Train podcast. The person was like, who the fuck is J Train? Right. Right. And then they're like, it's this guy, and he gives advice, and then their first question is, what the fuck does he know? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and they're absolutely right. Yeah. For and but then I when people say it to me, what the fuck do you know? Because people say it to me. Really. And and I go, listen, I know nothing, but I think this podcast is about commiseration and me giving a perspective that is tough for your friends to say to your face. And it's working because you have a ton of people listening and, and writing in. And so right, it's like and, and they're writing in. We get 50 emails a week. We're gonna get to the emails right now. And I wanna say this because the live J Train podcast tonight, we're taping ahead of it. There's a lot of people coming, and I and I want to say this, even without knowing it's going to be good, and, uh, knowing what happened, because this comes out Tuesday morning. I'm sure it's great, and I want to thank everyone who came. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, this is future me thanking you, um, <laughs> because I we already see um, like a million reservations, and if you didn't come, Michelle Wolf was on the show, who just had an HBO special, so you should all go. Get in touch with Michelle Wolf in whatever way and uh, go watch her special on HBO because it's fantastic. And Yamanika, who came on and was fan, I'm sure she was great. So, and other guests will be on. So, this is I, you pre- predicting how great predicting the show Predicting how great. That's how confident I am. The Kreskin of comedy. The Kreskin of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but the live podcast will be out this Friday. So, you guys can all listen to that. Let's get to the emails. You ready? Let's do it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. You know what I will say right before we end this? Sure. The one piece of advice you did give me as far as the naming thing goes, which was great. Not just that you were like, oh, I named mine after me and I didn't, it didn't work out. The, what you it worked did say out. Was, it it's work, out, it's I mean, working out, people. Well, it's working out. You know what I mean. But the other thing I wanted to say was, the, I, the, the, the way you said it was. The normie of names. The, the, <laughs> the name. <laughs> I wish I was quicker. The, the name. Normie of name. What the, the norm, fuck is that? The, norm, the, 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 the Normandy of names. Yeah, the name. <laughs> names are. <laughs> the, no, I was going to say, you said you should say what it's about in the title of the podcast. Yes. And I think that helps a lot, too. Totally. I yeah. think I think if you're looking, because there's also other movie podcasts. And and there's a ton. And, there's I, a, and going into it, I knew that. And yeah. I needed a hook. And I think it and works. I, yeah. and, and I like the show. So you guys should all go listen to it. Defend your movie. It's on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you can find podcasts. Go subscribe to it. That helps every podcaster out the most. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Comment, critique, review. all that yep. stuff. Review. Let's get to the emails. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Wedding troubles. Uh oh. I've had a wedding, so I know. You've had a wedding, yeah. Sean. I've had a wedding. Dearest Jared, esteemed guest, and the most classic of shelves. I write you this fine afternoon from the land far north in need of your 30 year old wedding wisdom. I've been friends with this girl for over a year, and when I became single, things quickly heated up. We've been dating for a couple months now and she and did the whole parent meeting deal. Things are good. My problem arises here. One of her cousins is getting married in February. It's December, people, so let's yeah. remember that. And she is <laughs> <laughs> This is how on the ball J Train is. The, the Don of Dates. The, the Don of Dates. <laughs> the dating Don. The, the King of Calendars. The King of Calendars. <laughs> the <laughs> 
<laughs> the wedding whisperer. <laughs> the wizard of weddings. The wizard of weddings. <laughs> Sean, you're killing it. I am the wizard of weddings. I, I'm going to say that right you're gonna now. You're going to keep that one. I'm going to keep that one. I love weddings and I love dissecting weddings and I love talking about weddings. I don't want to, I'm not ready for a wedding, but I, but when he said cousin's getting married in February, the first thing I thought, what's the date today? Fucker. Yeah. Cause we got a fucking while and she's in the wedding party. She wants me there, but is worried about me having to be stuck with her extended family that I have yet to meet. There's a chance I meet them over Christmas, but this wedding reception is going to be tough regardless. I like similar sports teams to one of her cousins, but there's many more where he came from. There's many more where he came from. I'm 21. Most of her cousins are around late 20s, early 30s. What's the play at the wedding to turn this awkward table situation into a good time? Oh, I think he answered his own question. Oh, go. What so do you mean? With, he said he's into one of the sports teams, other sure. cousins. Chances are they're all from the same area, which usually most of your cousins are. A lot of your cousins are. Wedding date, but more importantly, as the Wizard of Weddings, what I will say, wedding date of the person in the party is very difficult. He's right for being nervous because they have a lot of duties. If they're in the bride or groom oh, side of the wedding yeah. and they're a rando dude, they're going to have to be alone a lot. He's going to have to take pictures. They're going to have to take pictures. You're going you to you're gonna be holding a purse a lot. And he's not even going to be hanging out with extended family. He's going to be hanging out with the dates of the other people in the wedding party. That's a good point. Yeah. Because what, the, you have, what he has to understand is people know that he's in a tough position. Yeah. Nobody's looking at him being like, like as we're all the star of our own movie. We all think that we're, right. but, it, but it's really nobody gives a nobody shit about cares. you. Yeah. No one gives a shit. But at the same time, everyone understands if they think a little bit into your situation, they'll be like, yeah, he's alone the whole time. We got to make sure he's having a good time. Because people, so someone's going to be on lookout for you. I'm I, like, as her friends that aren't in the wedding party, they, so understand people understand your anxiety. Yeah. And all, not even just that, like it's probably the best way to get introduced to her extended family because they're going to be so preoccupied with other shit, they they're not going to care that you're there. Here, the best wedding get, date is the one that nobody notices. It's it, it, a good wedding date is a good NFL referee. Okay, yeah, he's on the, on just, the sidelines. You, ne you never knew if you never noticed the refs, they did a good job. <laughs> like a ball and, boy at Wimbledon. Yeah, you, know? you yeah. if you're not no, and and some people think like if if you came into this wedding, be like, oh, I gotta I gotta dance the most. I gotta like show everyone how great of a boyfriend I are. No, it's no. not your fucking wedding, dude. It's not about you. It's not about you. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be a good referee. Is someone is, is a referee you never notice. A good wedding date is a per, is a is a date you never notice. Because, listen, whether you're, especially when you know nobody, because he knows nobody. Yeah. So my advice to this guy is when all this stuff is happening, what Sean said, hang with the crew. There's yeah. dates of the wedding party that Who, you got to go talk to. And you, and the also, bridge is sports. It might be bridge is sports. And also the other dates, if it, it depends on what the rest of the wedding party is. If all yeah. these dudes know each other. The way you get into them, yeah. If you're a sports guy, that seems like a pretty common sports. Way and to get into and it. here's the other thing with sports: when you try to bridge with sports, you can defend your team, but not only to a certain extent. Yeah, not to a, a David Putty amount where you're painting your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from you got you got to come in hat in hand and know why people hate your team. I'm a Patriots fan. People come up to me if I say I'm a Patriots fan. People just start booing. 
Yeah. Which is fine. I get why they do that. People from New England are very provincial and are annoying about their teams. And what I would say to anyone who agreed with that statement, I'd say the same exists, the same shitty sports fans exist in every city. Yeah. And I always say that. I go, the same asshole in New England exists in New Jersey, in Philly, and it's just a different asshole well, with a different what? shirt on. And really quickly, as far as this, I know it's a kind of sidetrack, mm. screw that. I'll tell you why. This is why with sports, I'm not a big sports guy. From, yeah. As an outsider, what I realize is this. First off, now, after that last Super Bowl, whatever that was, a couple years ago with, mm. the, with, the, with the Patriots, you can't deny, first off, that the Patriots are the best football team in the history sure. of football, and, and that Brady is the best quarterback in the history of quarterbacks. You could say that. You could argue those and points. And you could argue with the Bruins and the Red Sox, you could say Boston is the best sports city in the history it's, of sports. Well, the, they've had a great run. But it's what I would, I you know. But you have obnoxious stuff at every like you know the thing that annoyed me the most is the late '90s New York Yankees people that like transplants that moved to New York and were New York Yankees fans well, because when they were the winningest team in baseball for ten years straight, whatever it was, yeah. And people were like, "Oh, I love the Yankees," wearing hats all over. The minute they got a little Re- bit bad, the hats go away. They go away. Well, you a real sports fan, and I, listen, I'm not, I'm not like I, like I like my teams, but I'm also not like. Die, you know, I couldn't consider myself a diehard. Realistic, in the way. realistic. Yeah. But I, I enjoy more the stories of sports than I maybe more than the games. Yeah. Um. But I, I, uh, I would say like on that note, real sports fans and people who know sports can out a non-sports a bandwagon person in like the second sentence because they'll be like, "I love the Yankees," and I'll be like, "Yeah, what do you think of Girardi?" And they'll go, "What." Yeah, right. You know, like, right. <laughs> you know, like it always works out the way. But that's kind of the advice to this guy. Right. Is when you go in, if sp- sports is the great communicator amongst men. Yeah. For women, complimenting the wedding. Yeah. All compliments and talking trash once yeah. you get to know each other. But when you go into this wedding, you can't hold on. To, if you go in with sports as, a, as, your, as your gateway thing. Don't bullshit them. Just be yourself. Don't bullshit them. And yeah. also, don't, don't get offended. Don't be that person who's like, well, we'll beat the fuck out of you. And it's like, whoa, you're at a wedding, dude. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to hear about Ohio State in that way. Yeah. So I'll say, so with the family members, understand that they understand your anxiety. Try and hitch your wagon to the young cousins and find a drunk pace car. Do not get too drunk. And act like a referee. Drunk pace car is a really good idea. That's you need a drunk pace car. You can't you, get too drunk. If you stick out... That's more of a negative than a positive, like you were saying. Yes. And drunk pace car, which is your theory, where you find the guy, the drunkest guy. The drunkest. Guy, I can't be as drunk as that guy. That, especially at this wedding, if you don't want to make a bad impression, don't become the, any, don't ruin the wedding. In any social situation, if you can't find the drunk one, guess what? You're the drunkest. You're the drunk one. <laughs> Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Sean Donnelly at Shawnee Time on Twitter and Instagram. Defend your movie is the podcast. It's fantastic. Go check it out. Go check out my episode. We talked about race relations in America and house guests, the Sinbad movie. We got a lady email. And it's titled... (laughs) (laughs) Fuckboy alert. I'm not ready for a relationship. Just a cop out. Need your advice. Hey, Jared, need your advice. So I met this guy at the end of this past February through a mutual friend at a pregame. We hit it off immediately upon meeting. We were basically inseparable. I've never had such a strong immediate connection with any guy before. And I knew I liked him immediately. A lot of immediately's in this first two seconds. And they they slept together immediately? (laughs) I don't know. Is that what she said or not? It just seems like they hit it off. Yeah. I've I've met my fair share of fuckboys there. There was something different about him that I was drawn to. I honestly just felt like he was genuine good person. 
I I have a lot of commentary so far. I knew, I knew the feeling was mutual because other than having self-awareness, he would voice it and his actions showed it. We hung out three to four times a week. Combination of dates and casual hangouts. I truly felt my gut that this was going to go somewhere good. Fast forward the next couple months and things were progressing, but I was starting to get a sense of doubt and feeling nervous. We were still consistent with hanging out and everything, but he wasn't making any moves and trying to be official. I finally couldn't take any more and asked him what he was looking for and let him know that I wasn't down for just casual. He understood, but also said that I caught him off guard and he had to think about it. Uh-oh. Uh. Obviously, that's a red flag, but I wasn't ready to throw in the towel. I went to Vegas on a girl's trip following the weekend, and he was texting, calling, FaceTiming the most of the time. When I got back from Vegas, I went straight to his place from the airport. He invited me to go to his share house in Jersey that summer. I decided... I decided to take these actions as a good sign from our talk. A couple weeks went on, and I ne- still had the, uh, never uh, never had the reassurance of being his girlfriend. We were still hanging out the uh, same amount, but now I was getting nervous and just had a bad gut feeling. Fast forward to the very end of July. At this point, I was truly uh, – at this p- – I lost my place because I was trying to figure out. I was like, <laughs> how are we going to get to December? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what month did you start? We're cover? in July right now. Oh, Jesus. Uh, a couple weeks went on. I still never had reassurance. We were still hanging out. Uh, fast forward end of July at this point. I was truly in love with him. We needed to know what he wanted. He admitted he loved hanging out with me and knew I wasn't down for anything casual, but he couldn't be in a single <sighs> serious relationship. But they are in a serious relationship. That's what I don't get. Like, well, I understand where she's coming from asking that question, but like, what? I know why she wants the reassurance. She just wants him to say, you're my right. girlfriend. But I don't yeah. think they, if he says you're my girlfriend, they don't hang out more, you know? And well, I, she's saying they're hanging out all the time. Three to four times a week, nothing's changed uh, with that. Uh, he admitted he loved hanging out and knew he, I wasn't down for anything casual, but he couldn't get in a serious relationship now. Has to get his shit together first. Mind you, he does have his shit together, has a great job, so not sure what else he needs to do. He's 26, I'm 27. To say I was heartbroken is an understatement of the century. I'm not going to lie, it's been very few, uh, rough few months since this happened. He gave me my space, but would contact me every so often. Fast forward to about a month ago, when he found out what bar I was at and texted me, would, would you kill me if I came and brought you a, bought you a drink? Oh. oh, so there was a there was a cutoff and then a reconnect. Now this this is the reconnect. Reconnect. It got a little cold out. He needed a, a a chick sweater. Yeah. Call me a sucker for punishment, but part of me wanted to be on good terms, so we met up and eventually hooked up. We've hooked up twice after that. One being last week, where I ate dinner at his place and just hung out. It's definitely different now, and there's still space between us. And I honestly don't even want to see him anymore. My question for you. All finally is just what does this kid want? Was he using me? Did he ever care? And what's the mo- point of dating someone for six months just to end it, then still contact them in the following months? This is what has confused me ever since is the I'm not ready for a relationship just a cop out for not liking me enough. What do we think? Uh, well, what do you? I think that yeah, he had. What do you think about this whole thing? This well, is the. This well, is kind of the. For well, to, this is to me. She mentioned Jersey in this, so I'm going to assume they're in the tri-state area, of New York City. She probably this in is, Manhattan somewhere. She's in Manhattan somewhere, which yeah. I, I'll say to anyone who's not in the New York City area, there's a, there's a never-ending uh, stream of chicks in this uh, single chicks in the city. Yeah, uh, it, it is actually mind-boggling how many women are here. That are single, and, and and if you go to another and city, are, are and a lot of them and are looking to date purposely single. Yeah, and like out there and having fun. And from a guy's perspective, we really can't handle it. 
Like I, I, I'll say, I, I've said this on past episodes. There's a lot of Chinese food restaurants in New York City, and you choose one, and you walk away being like, maybe I should have gone to the other Chinese food restaurant. <laughs> and that's just a guy with an ego, and, I, and a lot of these guys are a lot yeah. like me. So I get it. I, yeah. I understand this guy's perspective, and I also understand hers. Be- and, and I'm saying this to the people not living in New York because you can go to some cities and you can swipe on Bumble for for ten minutes, and then they're then you're out of women. Yeah. That never, I've never run out of women on Bumble, Tinder, Twitter, whatever, yeah, whatever. Millions of people, yeah. There's millions of So I'm saying when you're, I'm giving this guy, I'm giving the women out there the reasons for this, whether you agree or disagree or hate hearing this, that's the reality you live in in this city. But I would say it's one of two things in my And head. many cities now because now our grandparents never had to deal with this. There were three women on the block. Yeah. And your grandmother's the one that made him hard the most. Whoever curtsied, that's yeah, what I went with. That's, I mean, we're in different times, people. Easiest, brought, whoever brought some jam. This is, well, this is the thing. Whoever, whoever your, his, your grandfather's grandfather traded for a cow, yeah. that was your grandma. That was your grandma. Yeah. But it, and it's, and it, this is difficult to deal with because it's the changing times. And this is happening everywhere. Easy as it's ever been to find somebody, hard as it's ever been to keep somebody. So I'm, I'm saying to this right. girl, understand, and I'm saying to this girl and girls out there that are dealing with this, this is happening to a lot of people. You shouldn't feel stupid. You shouldn't feel crazy. And this guy should, is, I don't think he's a fuckboy as much as he's dealing with his own fucking ego and manliness and all that shit. So before we get into advice, understand that this is an issue. It's not something that we have to be quiet about anymore. And our parents won't understand it because they're like, why don't you just settle down? Why don't you just settle down, mom and dad, <laughs> with a bar in your pocket and eight million single people just waiting there and everyone's telling you that everyone wants to fuck when they don't? You know? Yeah, right, right, right. And there's fingers going up people's asses? <laughs> and you haven't and been hard like that in there's, years? There's nuts being feathered? <laughs> there's nuts being feathered? All of this great fucking play. Play the off-the-rails uh, music, Shelby. Because we're off the rails right now. <laughs> no! Jerry! He's going off the rails! No! Here's what I'm saying. But I read this email and I, I have empathy. And I think we need, and because I, she writes it and all her questions are correct. And I think a lot of people right now, what's going on is they feel embarrassed for having those questions because they're like, how could I go six months? Because she is right. Everything they're doing is a relationship. Why well, won't that, he just yeah, she, get involved? What she was talking about was not casual at all. It was going on for a long time. Uh, but I think, I've been that guy where I'm like, yeah, we're just hanging. <laughs> and then she's like, well, what are we? Well, and I'm she, like, she just was on. She just let it go longer than she should have without cutting it off sooner. Like most girls would have been like, well, what's happening? And then mm. demanded an answer and then left, which she did eventually. She did eventually. So it was one of two things going on with this guy. Like either. He was dating other girls at the time, which I don't know how he can have time to do that. They were hanging out three or four mm-hmm. times. I, or, I don't think I agree with you. I don't think he had time to do that. Or but he's on. the type that he's like, I don't want to be in a relationship until I'm like forty years old or something like crazy like that. Where it's almost like you were saying, like the ego clicks in, I, and, he, and he's like, Oh, I'm twenty. He's twenty six. He's like, I don't have to be here's, in a relationship. Here's what's going on. This is my theory, and I agree with you. All she made it easy for him. Is what I'm saying. And and. Sh- to a certain extent, that's not wrong. She, you have to make it easy for someone because I, I think like what she was doing was a relationship without the title of relationship. And if she, she could have kept going for literally two years doing that without a label, and he would have been dating her for two years without 
saying. Right, right. And, and maybe he was texting other girls, maybe. But he didn't want to get in trouble for being on Bumble or Tinder. He didn't want to be in trouble for not right. being in the, for being in the yeah. game when he's actually not in the game. Yeah. Whoever he's texting, he has no plan on seeing because you know what? It's going to take a lot of work. And right now, she wasn't taking any work at all. She made, became a part of his life. <laughs> and, what, and what I was, and that's not wrong because you have to be, you know, an option, but at a certain point, you do have to say, and she did, you have to say, hey, I'm taking away the sex meal yeah. if you're not going to do the fucking relationship I'll meal. I'll tell you what was happening, and it's an industry, it's a, it's a, it's a showbiz industry term. Sure. She was being hip-pocketed. Yes, she was. She was being. You want to tell your listeners? Please explain hip pocketing. (laughs) Hip pocketing is when if you have a management company. Never thought of it that way, and it's very funny (laughs) that you say that. Uh, Say you have a management company that's interested in you, and but in a comic, but they don't want to really. They don't want to like. They don't want to put pen to paper. They really want to. They don't want to. They don't want to like go fully ahead with managing you. But what they do is they they meet with you and they talk to you and they keep and they keep they send they send you out for some some breakdown for auditions or whatever. But they're not fully with you. And then, but just in case something pops with you on your own, they they kind of have this little bit of a grasp on you. Yes. But at the same time, you don't realize this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like you just are kind of like they're oh, your yeah. manager with no paperwork. Right. And that's he was your boyfriend with no paperwork. Right. Right. So that's what's happening. So at any moment, he was thinking, oh, I. And can- he saw you lost some heat. Yeah, <laughs> you, you asked to be a full time. You asked him to be a full time manager. He was like, "Listen, I don't think you're ready, Toots." And then he went away. And then he saw that you came back, and you looked. He saw a picture of you on Instagram, and he was like, "Oh, I think she's getting hot right now." Yeah, he got and lonely. he went and he got yeah. lonely, and he had no one else that he could really manage. And yeah. he went back to you. That's why he came back. Relationship heat. Relationship heat. I think for her. And also, what I will say for uh, to the genuine, the the greater we. Is you say his life's together, but like, listen, what a man's going through right now, and I and I'll say this as a guy who goes through this mind thing a lot. You say he's 26 and he has a great job. We went. I mean, a lot of people that listen to this podcast. This is the podcast, the luxury issues. So I'm gonna make a lot of assumptions. Um, maybe you grew up with a with a single with with parents that worked. Maybe one parent worked more than the other. Maybe one parent work. Uh, one parent worked and one was a stayed at home with you. Right. Okay. And you're coming from that world. Okay. And you coming to the new age of what's going on in the economy and what's going and what's going on in the world. And you know that you're going to have to go from single parent household, single parent income household to a dual parent income household. What that does to a man is that he sees he is not he has to get everything together because he can't he's moving towards a world where he's not going to be as much a much of a man as his maybe his father was. Does that make any sense to you? Uh, it so, does. Do you understand me, what I'm saying? And someone's mean. shaking their head being like, Jared's getting weird. What I'm saying is... I don't know if this guys, pertains to this. But I, I think, think it pertains... Guys, I don't think this guy's thinking of it. But this. I think with this, when he says he wants to get his shit together... He, I think guys, that's a bullshit line. But It's a bullshit line, but at the same time, guys get their manliness out of feeling like they can provide for a home. Right. So a lot of guys out there feel as though they don't want to get in a serious relationship before they, can really they have the that. ability to say that they're on a career path, that they could get married and put all that other stuff you know, aside for a woman in but the you future. You know what, like she said, he has a good job. You don't know what he does. I don't know what he he's does. He's working in finance. He's only going to go up These are there. the things. This is why he's moving towards that excuse. He's saying, how do I know I'm going to be okay? And really, the honest truth is it got cold out too. And he's like, fuck, I have no girlfriend, and I'm spending a lot of time in the house, and I kind of liked hanging in with this other chick. Probably. And now he's saying, yeah, I don't care about my career as much as I care about fucking getting my dick sucked on a Thursday. 
So what do you do? I think what you do is have a little... I think what she needs to do, if this is... the and, and it can go forward. I think they can go forward as a real couple. I think he can get this out of his system. If she's not going to hold against him these months of that they were like that he had to get his shit together and realize that she was the right girl for him, what she can do is start anew. But start anew with standard. The standard is, hey, if we're going to date, we're going we're gonna to fucking date. Right. You got to take me out. I'm not just showing up at your place on Thursday to fucking watch a movie right. and sit on your couch. Right. I want to be dated. That's what, and that's and, what, and right. the first time you gave them, you remember when they used to give the, the video games where you could play the first three levels? Mm-hmm. And then they'd be like, yeah, buy the game. Yeah. You gave them the first three levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you say, I'm time to buy the fucking game. Right, right. Exactly. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Brooklinen, I love this company. It's a great gift because people don't think of sheets as, to receive, but they want new sheets. You want new sheets? You don't know you want new sheets. Also, I see these ads on the subway, and it makes me want to bu- want to buy. I have linen, they're, and it makes me want to buy Brooklyn. They're great. Yeah, I'm, they're on my bed right now. They're fantastic. These are the things you need that you don't think you need. Right, and you need them, especially guys. Especially if we you're don't a dude. buy household no. stuff. Because I'm I went from a married household to a single household, and there's so many little creature comforts that I had when I was married that I don't have. Anymore I say this to all my married friends. <clears throat> all my married friends, they have an assistant. Okay, <laughs> they they have someone that they are sharing all these things with that they don't do, and they think that they're adults. No, you're not. No, you're not. You have a woman who is doing this shit for you. Who knows how to create a home? Who knows how to create a home and knows that you're an animal? Yeah, and is doing this stuff for you. Yep. So go buy Brooklyn. That's what I'm saying. I love my Brooklyn sheets. You got to try the sheets to know. And then you'll know. You'll be like, oh, fuck. I, I. And listen, J-Train's giving you money, okay? I'm giving you dollars. What? Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer for just my listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you pr- use promo code J-Train. 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 That's promo code J-Train. 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 J-Train's the promo code at Brooklinen.com. In fact, Brooklinen is so confident that you'll love their new sheets, they're going to offer a free, risk-free, 60 night satisfaction guarantee and lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. There's no reason not to give these sheets a try for yourself as a gift this holiday or as a gift this holiday season. Give the gift of luxury sheets and they are luxurious. <laughs> the only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code JTRAIN at Brooklyn, brooklinen.com. That's B R O O K L I N E N.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Brooklinen, the sheets are the best sheets ever. Love this question. To the Wizard of Haas and guest, feather, feather, let's get to it. I, like many American males, picked up a cuffing season girlfriend. This is what happens. It gets cold out. And people, yeah. I think I'm, yeah, okay. Seasonal depression. Yeah. You want to fucking put that shit on someone else. (laughs) We we have only been exclusive uh, since mid-October, but I like to look ahead. What's the play with getting a Christmas gift for a new girlfriend? I recognize that we are men of different faiths, but your wisdom transcends religion. How do guys in my position, i.e. those only dating two to four months before Christmas, approach this watershed moment in a relationship? A bad gift or lack of a gift can ruin everything. I'm not seriously looking into it yet because I recognize the whole relationship can fold long before December 25th. When do I start taking this gift-giving seriously, and how how big do I go? Any advice would be appreciated. Final feathering, P.S., 
Uh, give my give some love to my boy Classic Shelby. Always has the weirdest take on shit, and I love it. Oh, Shelby. This guy gets it. He gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you... Uh... That's a hard question. Like they've been. How long have they been dating for? October. So they but met they, on. But, but, I, but they're it sounds dating, like they're sounds like he masturbated to her fucking Halloween pictures, <laughs> <laughs> and they got together, and now they've been on you know weekday weekday date weekend sleepover. But they're so they're they're, they're exclusive. dating. They're, they're exclusive. dating. They're this guy's more of a man than our last guy. Right. Yeah. Right. They're exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think using condoms, talking about not. I get it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're working, then you do the regular, the regular Christmas gift thing. Is he, it, does he think she's not going to get him something? Here's what you do, okay? You do a, you got you got a gift. You have to get one. You got to do something. Yeah, you got to do something. Okay, I am one of those people that I don't like. I think I got the answer. Brooklyn's. Brooklyn's can help. <laughs> Buy those for yourself because your sheets suck. <laughs> Here's experience gifts are the best gifts in the first year of a relationship. Experience gifts, experience gifts, experience gifts. Something you guys do together because that's something that if the relationship doesn't work out, at one, you can cancel whatever reservation you've made. Yeah. Two, there's no delivery at the end of the relationship to, to give this thing back. You know, that awkward, like, I need my sweatshirts, and I need that fucking necklace I gave you. You know, like... Yeah. Do people do that? I don't know what they do, but I'm saying yeah. anything that you can do together is a great gift, and that happens quickly. You don't want to plan out to, to the springtime. So you... So this guy, what I would do, night in a hotel room with dinner and champagne. There you go. Boom. Dress up night. That's fun for girls. They love a dress up night. They love a Where reason to use a guest. A, a, a dress. Wherever he's from, yeah. that chick wants to dress up and go out with him and take a bunch of pictures. So you go and do an ex something together. You go take a, a lesson together. A wine and painting night. All the bullshit that you don't want to do, she wants to fucking do. Yeah. So, but do it together because this is one of those things that gets you guys doing something together that you get to do too. Yeah. When you take a girl to a nice dinner, you get to eat the nice dinner too. You will get thoughtful points up your ass. Totally. Yeah. Give a card that has something written that's a little bit vulnerable. Hey, these last few months have been a lot of fun. I hope we can keep having fun. And that's one of those things that like you've put time and effort into and you're doing it together. And then she can you want, you know, I've said this maybe a million times. Ladies want that picture in the story. Yeah. They want the picture with the caption. Yeah. They want to go to the friends and say, and then go. What was that night like? What was that dress yeah. up? Where'd you guys go? Oh, well, it was his Christmas gift to me. And ba -da -da -da, da -da -da -da. Yeah, it's like and a lesser that, version of the engagement night picture. Totally. It's, yeah, it's like it's almost like a baby step. It can be, the and and the, here's the important part. When summer comes and this guy dumps this chick, <laughs> <laughs> you, I love easily J, erased. J-Train's things are all... <laughs> easily erased. Everything is seasonal. No, I'm just being realistic. Yeah. I'm saying, like, nine out of ten guys or girls you meet, Aren't the one tenth ones ends of, ends in divorce fifty percent of the time. Merry Christmas. And so, <laughs> so what I'm saying is that just like you know, you want outs. Sure, why not? J Train Podcast is gmail.com here with Sean Donnelly at Shawnee Time on Twitter and Instagram. So fucking funny. Go follow him. Go support him. Also as a podcast, defend your movie. Defend your movie. Go follow that podcast. It's great. Follow it. Pro Flowers. Here's a great. Also flowers. 
This guy asked about gifts. Well, here's your fucking gift. Flowers. Flowers and the experience. Flowers and experience. And go to ProFlowers. Use my promo code JTRAIN. You're going to get money back. You're going to get money from Papa JT, the gift of gab. <laughs> the gift of gab? <laughs> the gift of gab. That's not me. The goblin of gab. The goblin of gab. <laughs> the Gaston of gab. The, uh, the... The president of promo codes. <laughs> president promo code. The prince here. of promos. Prince of promo code. <laughs> prince of promo codes. That's me. The prince of PC. Prince of PC. Right here, giving you money. And you know what? When you use these promo codes, I'll tell you guys right now that. Can, we, can I just take the curtain off this whole fucking thing? If you use these promo codes, you're helping this show for. I'm paying you to help this show. Yeah. Understand that. Understand the economy is changing. Just like. We talked about dating is changing. All this shit is changing. Straight to your entertainer's pocket. <laughs> I love getting flowers from proflowers.com because I've gone through their website. It makes it super fucking easy. Yeah. That's the best part about their they, they it's click it. And also the best part about using proflowers.com, proflowers.com, proflowers.com is you don't have to be the poindexter with the flowers in his hand, walk into the door. With the fucking, you right. know, you look like the fucking loser. Right. Let the like mailman. It, like, like it's a sitcom. Yeah. Let, let, yeah, it's not leave it the beaver. <laughs> so a bouquet or festive plant from Profile is perfect because it's not the same old traditional gift. It says so much more. Their best-selling candy cane roses are a great option for a holiday gift, December birthday or anniversary. Or you can always go with their classic mini Christmas tree that comes with lights and ornaments. No matter what you choose, my listeners get 20% off any ProFlowers bouquet or plant for, of $29 or more. Ooh. Mm. That made me feel good. And those, they've been around for a long time. 20% off. Of a $29 purchase. Are you That's kidding great. me? Profiler's bouquet and plants are guaranteed to stay fresh, and you control the delivery date. This is what I'm talking about. Profile, that, that website's good. Profiler's gives you more bloom for your buck, big, beautiful flowers, more stems for your money, and long-lasting freshness. Okay, so here's the deal. Get 25% off all bouquets of $29 or more this holiday season. Go to Profiler's.com. Use my code JTRAIN. 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 Profiler's.com. Use my code JTRAIN at checkout. That's Profiler's.com. Code JTRAIN. Let's keep going. <laughs> Sean Donnelly. Let's do it. Let's do a hypothetical. These are some really nice ones today. Great Normally questions. I come in here and my thing, I was telling well, you earlier. Sure. My thing is always, I'm like, just don't be a dick, guys. <laughs> Stop well, being a you dick. You know what's happened in this podcast? We have so many female listeners now. Yeah. And I'll say this to the guys as a challenge. The guys got to start picking up their, their emails. Because the women, they're very, like, they're very particular. The questions are interesting. And I like it. I like girls' email. It speaks to a lot of what's going on. We're in changing times. The age of first marriage is four years higher than it was 20 years ago. What does that mean? The, the age that people get married yeah. used to be like 22 on average. Oh, but now it's 26. Yeah. Not a long time ago. 20 years ago, oh. we're still listening to that music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, <laughs> so, but that, but that, for, for, a, for an average of the country to switch that much. Yeah. That's a big change. That's a yeah. social, societal change. People don't want to get married. Or, or they're waiting. There's a four-year, but there, that four-year gap is a four-year window for everyone to be an asshole to somebody. Yeah, true. So that's what I'm saying. Or, you know, then, then they have, I think the divorce stats really get to people because I go well, on the road 
And when I ask who's married in the audience, like most people aren't married. Most the people are like on their second marriages or divorced or. You well, know. it's also the, the society thing also works into that too, where it's like our generation was the first to feel divorce. Yeah. You know, like it was just divorce was cool with everyone. Before that, divorce used to be. Before that, divorce used to be this like, you know, taboo. taboo yeah. you, you know, divorcee. What's wrong with her? Yeah. You know, and then it became you just get divorced. But then you have the child, the children of that era are like, uh, fuck, I had to like watch that whole shit. And I'm totally used to it. Or, but or, but, or but they don't want it to mean. happen to them. Yeah. Or they get it gets ingrained. And they're like, in them. you know, you know, I want to be don't want that in my life. And that's why they're waiting. That's why the average goes up. Mm -hmm. They want to be sure. This is what I'm saying. Right. Societal changes. Deal with. Uh, let's do a hypothetical. Okay. Oh. Deal with the devil. 75% chance you get the woman of your dreams for the rest of your life. Okay, this okay. is what we're talking about. You have that unrealistic love for each other, the most amazing sex life, and you will have all the money you could ever need. Whoa, that sounds nice. You basically live the perfect life. Or 25% chance you die instantly. <laughs> do you do it? Uh, wait, you, it's like a... It's like a, it's like a what, you, so you have a devil comes to you and goes, you have a three-fourths chance of having... This, you know, the love, the 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 money, the perfect everything, or you die. And you go, yes, do your magic. And do your you magic. You die, or you get, or you got, or you get. Oh, it. Ooh, that's a very, oh, that's rough. It's a I rough would, one. It's a tough one. That's why. That's why this is a J Train pocket. Three quarters of chance, seventy nine percent. I think is a is a big big chance. Can you imagine how hard your heart would be racing if you go do it, and then like you they go die. three, two, one, and you either die. Or perfection. Oh my god. Do you god. do it? I would I'd be too curious. I would do it. I would do it. Classic. Also, I'm almost forty, so I'm probably I'm probably it's, dead by you're 45 dead soon anyway. anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Shelb, what do you think? Yeah, before even done with the sentence. You're you're in. Not even a thought. Yeah. Shelby gets Shelby's dark, man. Yeah. What about you? Um Life is okay right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, my, my, the alternative like, <laughs> like, is that like I get to live what I'm doing now. The most, I tweeted this yesterday. The, mo the most annoyed I've been in weeks was because an Uber driver called me. <laughs> Why? What, I don't what? know. Just stop calling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> so life can't be that bad. So you're saying you keep it the way it is. You I wouldn't think go. I, gotta, I gotta ride hard That's with not this, a bad. this You life. know what it is? I think, yeah, these are a reflection of what's going on right now. For, so for me right now, I'd be like, yes, I would do it. It's a well. It's a reflection of like, you know, how you're feeling. Your general. I mean, it is Monday. I should be a little bit more less uh, optimistic. Yeah, but uh, it's good that you're optimistic about it. I'm trying. Let's I think, I th to be honest, I think I would go for it also because I think at any moment you have a 25 percent chance of dying. I mean, you're right. Even more. So it's like it's not that much. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. I'm saying maybe gonna, not that much. We got one cool. more sponsor, and this is a good sponsor for that date idea I gave. Okay. That we gave the experience thing that we were talking about. Yeah, Blue Apron. Oh, that's perfect. You cook a meal for a lady. Oh my god. This isn't their tagline, but I'd suggest it to them. Blowjobs guaranteed. <laughs> I think it was their tagline for like a month, and they had to change. Blue it. Apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the United States. So that's important because some of these places aren't good at delivering it. Some of these these services now exist. Blue Apron There's is the is the is the best one. But this is the this is the gold standard. 
Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Uh, achieves this by supporting more sustainable food system, setting the highest standard for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Blue Apron offers three meal plans. Two-person meal plan, meals that serve two people, choose from eight new recipes per week, with the choice to receive either two or three uh, recipes any week. Family meal plan, meals that serve four people, choose from four new recipes per week, was uh, with the choice of receive two or three or four recipes any week. Wine plan. Hello, ladies. Whoa. Six bottles of wine There's from renowned date. winemakers delivered monthly. And that's not that's no box of wine. That's no. real wine. That's a good gift. Feature upcoming wheel, meals. Um, uh, you take on. Here's why I get Blue Apron if I'm you. If I'm a guy or girl. Okay. One, you're 23. You're from the ages 22 to 30. You know what you get to do very little during those ages? Complete a task. Very little times. In college, you get the material, you study the material, you take the test, you get the grade you deserve. It's boxed up and wrapped and is a put into your mouth in a feel-good sandwich. You know what doesn't happen in life? You don't get to eat that feel-good sandwich every day. So what I'm saying to you is when you get home and you get to put headphones in and listen to the J-Train podcast or defend your movie, you can be cooking this meal and get to the end and take a picture of it and go, look at you, you did it. And you can Instagram it. Instagram. And hashtag Blue Apron. So they got they high energy, I mean high uh, quality stuff. This is the best stuff you can get. So here's what you got to do. Blue Apron is treating J-Train listeners to their first dinner, a $30 value if you visit blueapron.com slash J-Train. Blueapron.com slash J-Train. Blueapron.com slash J-Train. So check out this week's menu. Get your $30 off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash J-Train. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So let's do this. Let's do this email. Sleeping with your neighbor never ends well. Uh Uh-oh. Also, before we get into this... Are you guys on Patreon yet? I don't think you are. We have a lot of listeners. I am. My podcast? I'm talking to the listeners at home. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I apologize. I'm on Patreon. And listen, if you're a Patreon member, you got free admission to last night's J Train Podcast Live. That's from me to you. Okay? We also have videos. I I blog about every episode, a little behind the scenes. Talk about you, Sean. Really? I'll do a write-up about you. Uh, we have videos up there. There's some of my stand-up. Okay. And there's also bonus episodes of the podcast once a month. So go check out patreon.com slash Jared Fried. If you're finding value in this podcast at all, a buck a month goes a long way. And Very much I'm so. not asking for you to fucking pay my bills. That's not what I'm asking. What I'm saying when I ask for, you know, to take a look is if you found value in this, that goes into me creating more and better content for you. I'd like to move the whole operation of Patreon. I'd like it to just be you and me, but can't do it. Can't do it. One day, hopefully. Hey, Jared, found your podcast about six months ago, so I'm a fairly new listener. But every Tuesday and Friday, I'm excited to listen to my commute. Thank you. Even found a hot guy at work that listens, and it's opened the gate to good conversation between us. So thanks for that. Yes, cue the music. I'm a lady listener. Ah. <laughs> Ten months ago, I moved into a solo apartment on the same day as the guy across the hall. He was cute. We found out we had mutual friends. His best friend from high school was dating my best friend from college. We started hanging out, a.k.a. sleeping together. We have hung out and not 
we have hung out and not had sex too. Been watch uh, shows together and text all day, every day for the past 10 months. Our friends actually just got engaged and we're both in the wedding. One problem. Last week I found out he lied to me about going on a date and slept with her. I found out and he and was devastated. Not only that, he lied, but that he had slept with someone else when neither of us had in these times since we met. We talked and he told me he didn't have feelings for me like that and wanted to see what else was out there. Oh, but they were yeah. sleeping together. Yeah, this is the thing. He was getting the, wow. he's gotten the, he was taking the free, the free levels, and she didn't ask him to buy up. But I also, I get it. I, 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 and I also, I feel bad for her. It sucks. He has plans to keep seeing this girl. Oh shit! And turn me down for sex at the engagement party. Meanwhile, meaning he just must actually like her. Oh shit! So she was like, "Let's keep fucking," and then now he's gone, moved on to her. Ow. Man. How has this guy gotten so close with me over the past 10, man, 10 months? Texted every day. He initiates. Um, and then can easily just say he doesn't feel that way about me. Why is he searching for more sex when he was ha- we were having great sex. sex already? The sex. I'll tell you right now. The sex. The sex Wait. got boring. He, she says it was great, but I... She says it was great. Yeah, but he probably says it was great, too, but he's... You know what's better sex? Different sex. Right. But I'm saying, <laughs> I, but like, like, I, I, I just... And and there's girls right here, like I can feel the girls just getting uh, holding, just just clenching their fists, and I, you're just hearing two guys saying that the you know no I'm I'm disagreeing with it I'm mad about it too I wanted this to work out no 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 I wanted it to work out I'm not saying I'm saying that you, both you and I just said different sex is better sex it doesn't it, matter it absolutely it just is. doesn't matter like and this is a line this isn't my line at all but it's been said throughout the course of time for every hot chick there's a guy that's tired of fucking her right and that's just a male thing. And it's uh, it's tough to get around because it's ego. It's 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 our cross to bear. It's wrong. It's wrong. No one's. It's wrong, sa- but it makes it does make sense. It technically makes sense, but it is wrong. Like it's wrong emotionally, but not. Well, she writes, uh, "Why is he searching for more sex when we're having great sex already? How do I get over the best sex I've had and someone I actually thought could be perfect for me? How can I be that wrong? And how can he not feel that uh, feel that too? I feel so embarrassed, like it's taken away my confidence, and have felt it making me feel like I'm the one that's not good enough. I need to get over it, but can't shake how everything went so wrong. Thanks, Papa JT. Looking forward to hearing what you have to say on this. Now, let me. This is a very good email, and I appreciate her sending it. And I, we both. Feel for her in the way that, like, and I, it's like, I don't know all the details, but let me just say one thing here. And if I had to guess, a lot of these situations, a lot of these girls, a lot of what's going on in the world today, a lot of these girls, like, you got yourself into a situation, the guy's probably a really good looking guy. One of the reasons that probably attracted her to this guy is because he had this part of his personality. Because there was probably always, why it was exciting and why the sex was good and why it was working out so well is because there was always a chance that this could probably happen. And there would have been a guy uh, that was like, like you're dangerous a, guy. Like, dangerous the, guy, PG 13 bad guy, whatever you want to call it. The, he's not needy, which makes him hot. Exactly. So then if, he, if she yeah. had like a, a yes man, a are you okay, yeah, maybe that will, slightly nobody, less better looking guy sure. who was like, you're a goddess, you're my, you're, I love you, you're the, whatever yeah. it is, right away. She wouldn't have wanted this. Well, she everyone, have, I mean, it's very normal for us to all want to attain. Right. You know, where get with the person that doesn't need us. Exactly. As, you know, like you you you're, you want to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, that's yeah. not to say, I, uh, listen, she's, 
She, she sounds very cr- nice, but I'm saying girls. No, but she are, seems also very with it. She's not crazy. She's not. No, she gets. No, it. she's not crazy. Why is he? Say that. No, the, her questions are fantastic. How do I get over the best sex I've had? Someone I actually thought could be perfect for me. How can I be that wrong? How could uh, how could uh, he not feel that too? I feel so embarrassed, and it's taken me away from my confidence. She's not wrong for having any of these questions or having any of those feelings. What I'll say to her is. I think the one thing that we've been, and I do this a lot too, I think you can't trust the texting every day thing. Oh, uh, as some kind of bond? As some kind of bond. I don't think, I think we can, and I, I'm, 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 I'm speaking for myself because um, there's a lot of people that I've messaged with a lot that I- That you're uh, not head over heels about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and part of that, and, and, I'll, and you're feeding- you know, I just don't. I I feel like there's people that if I've hung out with them like three times and had the best time with them, it's been better than the people that I would text every day. Like I I I think we need to like stop putting so much investment in texting every day as being a, a bonding experience because that screen in your way. Yeah. That screen in your way isn't talking to a person. You can take out a lot of the feelings. It could be killing time. It's killing time, yeah. but I'm I'm just saying, like, I'm just thinking about this now, like off the top of my head. Right. Because I'm trying to like no, I'm trying right. to self-medicate myself through this. Because I, I've been in this guy's shoes where I'm texting at someone every day and I'm like, wait, do I wanna and then I'm put at the position of like, well, let's go hang out. And it's like this pen pal thing that's been made into kind of a punchline. But then I'm like, I don't know if I even like this person. Right. And I'm like, but then I'm like, you're Jared, you're fucking nuts. You've been texting with this person for right. a month. You have some sort of But you know that you can but like you can every this, this, I think this, the screen thing. in our way takes away the actual getting to know each other. And also everybody texts now. Like, mm. like it's not like a thing where it's like, oh man, you, everybody's texting all the time. There's no more phone calls that are being sure. made really. Phone calls are weird now, whatever you want to say. So when he's texting, yeah, he's probably texting ten other people that day. Not women, maybe, but other people. So it's 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 no nothing different for him to yeah. text you if he doesn't doesn't necessarily. You're right. It's not it's not a confirmed bond, like you said. If, yeah, if he's texting. I don't think I'm. But, I don't think I'm don't building. They're writing back and forth. I think you. I, we don't know what they're writing back and forth. But I think I think the inter like if you're not sitting in front of that person, everything they say over text is is just not. It's not building anywhere. I've only gotten to know people from being. I, I I gotta know people over text, but I think over to only to a certain point. Yeah, I think like because I'm hanging on this one detail because I'm trying to like let her know that like she's not crazy. She's putting a lot of importance into that one. She's detail. She's putting a lot of importance that detail, and and because I know I've been there where there are people like we've texted every day. What's going on? I'm like, yeah, I still I don't care for you on that level. Yeah, and I don't. But here's the thing: Have you done that? This is the weird thing about this dude is. Have you done that for 10 months? Have you done that for that long without it coming to a head before that? This is kind of a theme today. Like these two, a couple of these but girls I, are I, waiting a let long me, let time. Let me tell you, I, I have. Oh, and, right, I, right. I, and I feel, See, I would just, it this is the no judgment zone. This is the, the yeah, JJ, you know, yeah. but I, 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 and I feel. There's no song for that. This is, yeah, this has been a very <laughs> eye-opening episode for me. I got to say, we've had a lot of emails here that have been like, that are like. like because that's I, me. Yeah, yeah, I feel for this guy, this girl, this more because let me say this to her. He your sex was great. I know this for a fact. You were great, you're great, you're you're very pretty. And I'm not even saying this to fucking 
kiss your ass. I'm just saying, she's saying, oh, well, what's wrong with me? It's not a you-driven thing. It's a him-driven thing. It's a, yeah. You know, you can't be the ideal thing that he thinks he's looking for. And you shouldn't make yourself that. You're going to be the ideal thing that someone else is looking for. But I think it comes back to the advice earlier in the podcast. And I uh, will finish on this. But I, it comes back to this, like, video game where they gave you the game. You get the free levels. And at some point, you got to pay the fucking piper. And for this girl, you know, you weren't looking for answers. And then he gave it to you in a way that was hard to find out. There's a point where where you have to be willing to lose what you have to get something new. And I That's think That's kind of what I was saying. Yeah. In a way, I was saying it the opposite way, which I was like part of you even if you didn't realize it, part of her knew that this was a risk. It was a possibility. Even if it was part of her deep down that didn't know it because and of the type of person it was. Like you said, everybody wants to put you want to go up. You want up. You want up. Yeah, and he's like I got the girl across the hall that we fuck and we have a good time together, but I'm kind of looking possibility. for There's like there's other things that I'm kind of looking for in a girl and I kind of found that with this new girl. Yeah. And and it's like and and guys a lot of guys, you know, the thing is the the cross becomes and this is why it's tough Guys will fuck a lot of girls that they would never be with. And yeah. that's not to say they're not great girls. That's a, like, they, 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 and I know that sounds evil and awful, but it's like... It is wrong. That's why... But girls will want to... Like, it's also a young guy thing. Like, I'm at the point now where I, I wouldn't... I don't do that. I wouldn't do that. because no, I'm but like, you won't, it's not worth the hassle. But you won't expound the energy. That's what I'm right, talking about. Yeah. Energy is the way to get fucked. You know, like putting in time. Yeah. This guy put in a lot of time with her, and for the thing is, a lot of girls want you know a lot of girls i'm not saying all but like her she was into the dependability of him you know you girls want to you know check you out first to fuck you after yeah guys want to fuck you first and check you out after right right you know we we'll we'll judge guys will take the book look at the cover yeah i'm gonna read this fucking book right. girls will be like well let me read the first chapter and then see if i want to do the rest of it you know what I, you know? i'm so curious to see what would happen if she didn't sleep with him right away and she kind of waited like to see if he would have expanded the energy, and then she wouldn't have been in this particular. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where girls who wait a little bit are the ones that, like, to me, make guys go, "Oh shit, yeah." This is I think like- it's different than that. I, 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 I don't think it's the sex. I think it's a, if she gave different levels. If she was like, if if they had had sex on the first night after he moved in, she moved in, they fucked. And he was like, oh, that was fucking great. And then the next week, she, he was like, hey, you want to come over? Like, you live across the hallway. She was like, no, but I could do drinks. I think yeah. that's... Oh, if she gave, like, she like, pulled back. Pull just back. little, pull back. Yeah. And little little things where she could hear a no. Because if she had looked at... And I'm not trying to play Monday morning quarterback with her. I'm not trying to say where she went wrong. Because no, she did yeah. everything right. Yeah, it yeah, sucks yeah. that it didn't work out. I'm sorry. But... When like even we're going back to the past email, the other girl, how, you know, why did this happen? You got to give indicators of no's, and it's like not the texting every day. That's not an indicator of no. No, that's a I'm wide open. I'm wide open. I'll do that to anybody. I'll text fucking anybody. But if she's like, yeah, I'll get together. Yeah, I don't want. I kind of want to go out and get drinks. You want to get drinks? He has to make a move physically. Yeah. And you could hear a no, which would be disappointing, but not half as disappointing as. Yeah, he went on a date, and and what had happened, and yeah. I feel bad for what happened. But and like I said, the I'm so shocked the way the thing, and I'm also a little bit old, and yeah, I'm older. So but you're like, back in the world. I'm back in the world. But like, I'm also shocked, like 
the way that people are now with like no attention span in a Snapchat, yeah. Twitter type of world, the fact that these two emails were like, yeah, so it's been like 10, 12 months of us going back. It's like, I'm surprised it's getting to that point. Oh, dude, it's so easy. It's uh, <laughs> you mean to let it get to that. Let it get to that. I yeah. mean, they're. I mean, the texting is like crazy, and now with DM, mm. and you're like, like and someone, and, and you're like, yeah. hey, I, I noticed you from this, and it's like the messaging on, uh, aspect of all this. We're it, it's really like running in place. It's yeah. not running a marathon. You're standing at the stoplight, jogging in place, waiting for it to go. Yeah. And and I think everyone out there has to understand that if you're not getting these like physical movements, you're not getting anything at all. You're not getting to know this person. And I think she feels she knows him in a uh, sense of she a, and, and, and she and probably does. She should like she should. It sounds like. Uh, uh, basically a relationship for 10 months but it might have been a relationship of convenience for this fucking That's guy. That's a relationship of convenience. You need to be in, in, inconvenient? Is that how you say inconvenient? Inconvenienced, yeah. I think every you need to be an inconvenient date to know if a guy's into you. Right. Yeah. And if he's willing to make his life inconvenient he's willing to meet you more. Yep. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Sean Donnelly, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, Fantastic dude. guest at Shawnee Time on Twitter and Instagram. His podcast, which is amazing, and you should all get involved with it. Take And what I always tell people, if I've been on the podcast, I always say, use my episode as an entree in. Yes. To Listen getting to in, Trains. to subscribe. I want you to come back and do another uh, I'll movie do another too. movie. I'm trying to think of what I'm in. Are we doing comedies again? No, I want you to do another one. I want okay. you, you we'll do find another one. Another one. I, um, yeah. You I can defend on comedies, but you we we only had a couple of comedies and you were the one. We that was one so much. I love house guests so much, yeah. <laughs> and I love Sinbad so much yeah. <laughs> that that was so much fun. I tell a story about meeting Sinbad. Yeah, so that's great. Go follow, defend your movie on Stitcher uh, and iTunes, all that stuff, and go rate and review his and rate and review this one, J Train Podcast, every Tuesday and Friday here on the Stand Up New York Lives Network. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat, where they're all talking. It's a ground swell. It's a real ground swell. It's a ground shell. Ground, ground <laughs> shell. <laughs> Sean's the best nickname guy we've ever had on the podcast. I'm Jared Freed, the omelet overlord, the, the Count of Conalingus, <laughs> the Climax Czar, the Wizard of, what was it? The Wizard of... Now we're having trouble. I can't remember. The wizard, the wizard of Haas. The Wizard of Haas. The Wizard of Haas I like better. The Wizard of Haas. the Wizard of something else. There's another wizard. The Prince of Promo Codes. <laughs> the Prince of Promo Codes, yeah. <laughs> I'm here every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, tweet at me, Instagram, at Jared Freed, and we'll be back next episode. Boom.